guys. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for being here at the Pink Cloud Nine podcast and YouTube show. So happy to be here with Sylvia Villaseñor. How are you doing, Sylvia? Thank you, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy uh, that it's Monday, that I had a good weekend, that the weather is good. Uh, I've had a great morning and, you know, just ready for the week. <laughs> Weather's here, too. I mean, are you in L.A.? No, you're... no I'm but not. Still, yeah. But still, I know uh, California has amazing weather mostly all year round, right? Yeah. Cool. About 70, it's going to be 79 today, so it should be nice. Wow. Okay. Um, so you are an author, and the book that you wrote is titled It's About Us. Please tell us what It's About Us is about. Um, it's about myself and my six other siblings. Okay. Um, my parents were immigrants from Mexico. Mm -hmm. that moved here in the 50s with five children and they, they had two more which was my sister and myself i'm the youngest of seven okay so wow. um i was born in 59 in february okay. and my mother passed away in june july july 2nd one day after my one of my sister's eighth birthday okay so wow. basically my dad was a widowed by himself in a new country which was very scary to him Luckily, my grandmother, his mom, was here visiting to help my mom with her last pregnancy. She was going to be here for six months. So she was here when that unexpected incident happened, who threw a burst appendix out of, out of anything. Right. I guess back in the 50s, it was fatal yeah. if it didn't get taken care of quickly. Right. So what happened was quickly was the county after my dad because they wanted to make sure that the kids were well taken care of. Otherwise, they were going to send us to different foster homes. Wow. Every yeah. week they were coming by and that scared my grandmother. And then my mom's mom was a very small family of just the mom because my grandpa passed away. Then it was her brother and her sister that never married. Okay. So they were amazed, you know, how quickly the things transpired of her death. Yeah. And they were scared knowing what was happening with the county of Los Angeles because yeah. they just stay in touch with telephone calls. Okay. So they asked our dad if he would be open to us moving to Mexico, which was a, a small town about 20 minutes up in the outskirts of Guadalajara in the state of Jalisco. So my older sisters had already lived there. They were born there. They were excited to go back. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened was my dad was devastated. I lost my wife. Now my kids are going to move out and I have to stay behind. Yeah. But child care was going to be too expensive. Yeah. So he agreed took him a while, but he agreed, and we all moved to Guadalajara for five years. Okay. So I did my kindergarten time there. I lived with one of his mom, and then my other sisters and my brother lived with my mom's mom, but it was only a three-minute walk, three minute walk. Right. Um, and we got used to it. Dad would come visit. He would send funds weekly, which, you know, the dollar to peso took us a long way. Sure. But he grew, he grew lonely. He remarried, yeah. and he wanted us to move back. Okay. Well, we moved back when I was five. It was the January of 1965, which was a year after my mom's mother passed away. Oh, okay. So he thought, no, the girls get married too young there, and my older sisters were 17 and 15. Mm -hmm. So he says, it's time to come back. Yeah. So we came back, new country. I, you know, I was four months when I left, or five. Mm -hmm. So we come back. I don't know a word of English. The girls kind of remembered. 
So we had to start our life all over again. Absolutely. And the girls took on the mother figure for the younger ones. So here we are struggling. My dad's a single parent. The girls had to get summer jobs to help him out because he lost his job at the time, like, you know, three months after we got there. So everything was just kind of difficult for him. But yet the girls were very optimistic and they were trying to help him get through it. The wife didn't stay too long. Seven kids, I guess, was too much for her. So she left. Yeah. I didn't even mention her name in the book. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But, you know, it was just the mother figure that the older ones took with us. And my dad grew distant. He was nervous. He was scared. He yeah. wasn't too attached to us, and, and neither were we attached to him. Sure. So we struggled with that. And, you know, no job, no nothing. Really bad the first Christmas that we were there. My older sister decides that she's in love with a boyfriend from Mexico, mm -hmm. and she leaves at Christmas to get married to him at 17 out of the blues. Oh, man. She comes back married yeah. with him, and he was in addition because we knew him. He was from the town right down the street from where we were staying, and he helped. So it was kind of like a blessing that he came by sure. to stay with us. And it was just those moments in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s Growing up in Los Angeles with a single parent, how we all struggle to make ends meet. Yeah. It's just something that's not spoken. It's not your usual American dream. Sure. But it was still better than staying in Mexico because the opportunities here for us were going to be so much better than staying back there. Yeah. That it was a sacrifice for my dad to have us here. It was a sacrifice for us to be here. But once we adapted, and as I grew older, I saw the opportunity I thought he did the right thing, but for a long time, we all resented him. Sure. Not only that, the older girls started to get married at a young age because they figured if they're going to take on the responsibility of a home, and my dad was so distant and cold, as soon as the first guy would say, let's get married, they were on their way. Right. So it was just mm. an amazing story. I stayed behind with him. I ended up alone with my dad, and that was a time of healing between us. Mm-hmm. It was something that, you know, it was just him and I. It was awkward at first, but then we got close. And I guess it was time that was um, God's plan for us to kind of get to know each other. Then he retired. My brother moved back to the house. He let us stay at the house that he bought. Because finally, he bought a house. But at the beginning, with seven kids, the landlords didn't let us stay there too long. So we had to move three times before he bought a house and everybody was working to help out. Hmm. It was hard, but it was an amazing wow. walk, and it was hmm. our walk. And my sisters didn't want to go back to visit that era, but it was always on my mind because I was the youngest one, and hmm. I was witnessing everything. everything. I didn't get married till I was 28, 29, hmm. because I just didn't want that life. I wanted to go to college. Yeah. I wanted to have something to offer my kids and not struggle so much. Hmm. My sisters eventually, the ones that didn't finish high school, got got their high school diploma some of them went on to a college career mm -hmm. but I just I said no 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 my brother and I just went on to college and we didn't get married till we were older so I, I wrote this book for us for them to thank them to say I want to thank you for being the mom I want to thank you for being the dad you know and my dad would be upset they were the ones to kind of make us feel warm and wanted and reassured that everything was fine when it was raining, they took the time to buy us the raincoats, the rainbows. So it was just an amazing journey for me to see. And it was a way to say thank you. Yeah. And um, when I wrote this book, mm -hmm. I had him read the script. 
okay. to make sure that they were okay before I had it published sure. because I didn't want to say anything derogatory that would hurt anybody's feelings because that was not my intention. Mm -hmm. My intention was to say, this is our story. Mm -hmm. Be proud. Not the all-American dream, but it's better than what we would have had. We love Mexico. That was warmth. That was love at the time that we needed. Mm -hmm. My dad did the right thing. He brought us back to L.A. We all lived a comfortable life. Mm -hmm. Let's go back and visit that era and just see that it was a walk that God gave us mm -hmm. to make us better people yeah. and to basically tell a story that will also help those families yeah. that are not only Hispanic, because immigrants come from all over the world, yeah. that might experience what we did, and we did okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much for telling your story and for writing it and for publishing it and for sharing it. It's so amazing. Um, so the book, how long is the book? The like, book, I, it's self-published. Okay. So basically they charge you per word. Okay. So it was an amount of words that I was able to mm. say, okay, I can handle this. Yeah. So it's 80 pages. Okay. But it is, it, I just looking at photographs from when I was a kid growing up with everyone, I went through each photograph and to tell a story of that era, mm -hmm. which they're mm -hmm. all in the book. Okay. And they're old pictures from the 50s and the 60s of our experiences in Mexico and here. Yeah. So basically, um, I wrapped it up in, in 80 pages. Okay. So it's a quick read. Right. And I'm hoping that in the future, I could go ahead and go back to it and make it a little bit more intense so that I can talk a little bit more of every one of my siblings' characters. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm the youngest, so my older sisters are in their 70s, and, and then the other ones are kind of like in their late 60s. So we were getting up there, and I said, it's now or never. You have to finish this book that I've had in my mind for a long time. But um, it, it's juicy enough to, for you to get the picture of what went on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I ask how many pages it is because I, for one, and I say this all the time, um, I have ADHD, so I don't pay attention to one thing for too long. And if it's like a 500-page book, I, like, lose, like, excitement in the first you know 100 pages so that yours is approximately roughly 80 is like exciting for me because you know i know you it. read it in two hours if, yeah. if you enjoy it and you can't put it down absolutely two hours would be if that it could take you a few days yeah but i think me, it's me just a, mm -hmm. i think something like this is needed so that um, something that's not really been touched too much, mm -hmm. subjects like these, and um, also writing a children's book based on this for those that basically have lost their mother at a young age like me yeah. to help heal. Yeah. In fact, really quick, I just was on Facebook mm -hmm. and I saw the news from Colorado about this family that in June they lost their mother. Mm -hmm. And there's nine kids. The oldest is married. The youngest had moved out. She's 19. And then the rest, the youngest is nine. Mm. Yeah. So she moved back home to take care of them so that the foster, um, the child services wouldn't put them in foster homes. And um, she, I guess, somebody, someone found out and they wanted to go and help the family out. Okay. And I saw this in the news, and I thought, look at this. <laughs> yeah. It still happens. And the little boy that was nine years old was 
he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So he seemed very kind of like down and out, but his older sisters were, were helping him cope. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough that I was only four months, so I, it didn't hit me that hard because I was well taken care of. Right. But, um, yeah, that touches me. And for that reason, mm-hmm. I wrote this story just to unload and, and let them know you're going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the book talks about your life between the time you were born to the time you were about how old, would you say? Um, so basically, I, I touched a little bit on the time when my dad and mom lived in, in our small town. I okay. call it ours because it's part of me also. Cool. So basically, um, it goes back to the 50s when mm. they courted, and then they had five kids, and then they moved here. I was born in 59, so we stayed in Mexico till 1965, and then we came back. And um, then it covers all of the 70s, and then it goes on to the 80s while I was, you know, working my Mm. first real job that I really enjoyed through high school and college, and how the manager just, you know, took me under her wing, and and she motivated me to continue on with my schooling. So I stop at, just to say, I better let them know that eventually I got married. So mm-hmm. in 88, I got married to okay. um, a friend of mine that I've been friends with for five years from California, LA. Okay. And um, I show pictures of everybody's wedding, including mine. I didn't want to be left behind, <laughs> except my sure. brother. He didn't get married till his 40s. He was raised mm-hmm. with six girls. Yeah. And he had a hard time with women. This one mm-hmm. reminds me of this one. That one reminds me of that. But in his 40s, he found someone. So basically, till 1988, when I got married. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so that's the timeline. It was uh, six girls and one boy in your family. We were six girls and one boy. My dad wanted more boys, so after Tony was born, which was fifth in line, mm-hmm. he thought he'd get lucky and get more boys, and it ended up being two more girls that were born here in LA. So that's when he decided to stop. <laughs> that's it. No more. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, it takes you through a, a, a journey of decades. I love that, yeah. uh, the yeah. book. Okay, awesome. And then, so then you got married and you had children of your own? or I have three. They're adults now. My youngest is 27. And um, That's great. I'm going to be a grandma, finally. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. What about, like, yeah. you know, grandma well, adventure? My sisters all have grandkids and that was the only one that doesn't have it or my brother because he got married late and finally my youngest we Mm -hmm. figured he'd be the one to have children first yeah they surprised us that um you know his girlfriend's pregnant and they were college sweethearts so i'm excited i'm married she's doing gym congratulations Thank you. Yay, that's wonderful. I hear that being a, a grandparent is even more fun than being a parent. <laughs> because a parent, because I think it has to do with the fact that being a parent is so, like, you know, stressful financially, but also emotionally. Um, and being a grandparent, you're kind of just like, um, it's not as, you know, demanding. And so you have a little bit more... Um, flexibility, and then you can spoil them and not feel guilty about it. I don't know. Financial stress too. It's they're not our obligations, so we just give them what we can, and then the rest of the responsibility really lays on the parents, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
did you always dream about writing a book one day when you were a kid or is it something that happened as an adult or when you know, did you start um, the grandma that I was raised with my dad's mother she she was um, a storyteller and she just you know we would sit there and listen to her stories time after time and um, as I was growing older I would like think back at the times with my sisters and what we went through and the fun times and we didn't need much it was as long as you had food and shelter and the love around home and they and to them it was a struggle but I, I thought to myself I gotta write about you know it would be driving in the car to school or to work or or being married driving to work hearing an old song that would remind me of that time yeah and I would think that's my husband in the background right there. <laughs> that's cool. It happens. And he doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> so basically, these songs would make me think, yeah. oh, my God, this song reminds me of Kenmore, which is a house we lived at. Oh, and this song reminds me of Malibu when we used to go hiking. Yeah. Or it reminds me of when we went to the observatory. And I started kind of like wanting to write, but I always struggled with my grammar in English because I was bilingual. Sure. It was okay. worse than Spanish. And I'm like, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Then when I called um, the publisher to talk about it, they said, it doesn't matter how bad you write because they, everything gets edited. Yeah. And sometimes even then there's little cracks that get thrown in there, a little error here and there. But it's okay as long yeah. as your story's good mm-hmm. and people get it. Don't worry about that. And that's what motivated me to go ahead and finish it up. And I had already written an outline of it, so I completed it in like three weeks. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Sylvia. And you also have a Spanish version of the book? I uh, I went ahead and I wrote a Spanish edition okay. with a different title. Good, good. Where can people find your book? Your book. Um, Amazon, of okay. course, BarnesandNoble.com, okay. and I found it at Walmart.com. They're not at the stores, but they're online. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that is so exciting, wonderful. Thank you so much, author Sylvia Villaseñor. Señor, I know that you. It's uh, spells Villaseñor, um, but a lot of people might pronounce it Villaseñor. Right. Oh, well, here, yeah, and that's but, the way it's on my birth certificate. Yeah. So that's how I have it. I like it. Um, I, I like it Yeah, I'm married. My husband's Jewish, but I kept my last cool. name. Okay. Because I knew that I wanted to write a book one day. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. And the book is It's About Us, and it's a beautiful story that uh, needs to be shared through and through. So thank you for being here, and is there anything else that you would like to let the listeners know about the book or about you or about anything, any last Basically, words? Basically, I'm, I'm just excited that I finally went ahead and I wrote down my dreams that um, my sisters and my brother are very proud of. They all helped me 
remember things that I would say, I have a question about this, I have a question about that. So I want to thank them for their help. I want to thank you for the opportunity to allow me to talk about my book. I'm excited about it. I want to welcome everyone that might be interested in a short autobiography um, that has um, a lot in common with many of us to go ahead and enjoy it. Yeah. And go ahead and send me a line and let me know if you like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And please. You can find the book at Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Thank you so much for being here and we will talk soon. Okay? Thank you, Catherine. Thank Thanks. you. Bye bye. Bye.